From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hello there, I'm Graham VK4BB with the Wireless Institute of Australia's national news broadcast for week commencing November 17, 2019. As bushfires consume more than 4,000 square miles in New South Wales alone, officials were bracing for the latest rash of blazes that they said could lead to the most dangerous bushfire period in the nation's history. New South Wales called a state of emergency and additional fires fled in West Australia, Queensland and South Australia. Members of the Wireless Institute Civil Emergency Network, or WISON, were called to harness their radio skills in the face of overwhelming catastrophe. Edwin Lowe, VK2VEL, a Facebook administrator for Weiss in New South Wales, said hams were deployed to provide logistical support for the Rural Fire Service, along with community evacuation and welfare support. Weiss in New South Wales publicity officer Julian Sortland, VK2YKS, said that hams sent to the Rural Fire Service Command Centre in Glen Innes, northern VK2, had begun rotations operating the RFS's own radio system. Julian said members of Wyson's parent body, the Volunteer Rescue Association, were staffing the bushfire information line at Homebush in Sydney, likely alongside Wyson members. VK2VL said that hams were also functioning as scribes for firefighting incident management teams. He noted, however, quote, There are fires across multiple regions of the state and the situation at present is fluid. Edwin commented that it was not so much amateur radio itself playing a critical role here, but, quote, the adaptability and skills of the amateur radio operators who are members of Weissen, New South Wales. VK2YKS said that as conditions worsened, further deployments are expected. In Queensland, the VK4RAT, VHF and UHF amateur radio repeaters, the VK4RTL 10, 6 and 23 cm beacons, the TAC08 Channel 8 UHF CB repeater and the SES Channel 1 repeater are off air due to damage done by bushfires that swept through the summit on Sunday evening, 10th of November. We'll have more on the bushfires from Jeff Emery, VK4ZPP, but now we're joined by WIA directors Mike, VK8MA, and John, VK4JJW. There are a few hams who make it into their 90s. However, today I want to tell you a little more about one who's helped immensely to make amateur radio in Australia, if not the world, what it is today, and continues to do so. Our WIA historian, Peter Wolfenden, VK3RV, has come up with this. David Wardlaw was born on the 19th of November 1929. He was licensed in 1947 and joined the WIA. He was co-opted to council of the Victorian Division in 1956 and acted as VK3 Federal Councillor, the divisional council member who represented the division at federal conventions and who handled most of the day-to-day communications with the federal executive until 1958. David served as President of the Victorian Division for three years, 1959 to 1962, when he resigned as he had to go overseas for some years. On return in 1966, David was co-opted to the Federal Executive and became Federal President from 1973 until 1979. He had a second term as Federal President from 1984 to 1988. David was at the formulation of the IARU Region 3 in 1968 in Sydney and became a member of the First Secretariat. 
He was a Region 3 director 1988 to 1994 and again 1997-1999, after which he became IARU Vice President until 2004. He was a member of the Australian delegation to WAC 79. At the special preparatory meeting for WAC 79 in Geneva, he presented the Australian paper which helped obtain the new HF bands, the so-called WAC bands. David was also a member of the Australian delegations to WAC 92, 95, 97, 2000 and 2003. A talented man who's contributed so much to amateur radio in Australia and internationally. Thank you, David, VK3ADW, and a very happy 90th on November the 19th. I'm John, VK4JJW. Firstly, Peter, our secretary, VK8ZZ, get well soon. He is unwell this week and taking a well-deserved rest under doctor's orders. The World Radio Conference 2019, WRC19, is now underway in Sharm el-Sheikh in Egypt. This major event, held by the ITU, which is a specialist agency of the UN, brings over 160 countries together to discuss and agree the sharing and use of radio spectrum across the globe and also for satellites in space. The amateur radio sector is represented globally to the ITU by the IARU. The WIA is represented by two delegates, Dale Hughes and Peter Polkany, who are members of the official Australian delegation organised by DOCA. Our delegate scope is representation for the Australian Radio Amateur Service for all Australian amateurs. The WIA representation as the sole Australian ARP body is recognised by the IARU and is a major expense for the WIA. However, this representation is considered the highest priority for the WIA by the WIA members. The IARU reports that the first week of the World Radio Communications Conference 2019, WRC19, saw agreement reached on several issues on which discussions prior to the conference had revealed consensus. These three were the easy ones. The rest will be more difficult, the International Amateur Radio Union said in short. 1. The band 47 to 47.2 GHz, no change. 2. 5.850 to 5.925 GHz is an amateur secondary allocation in Region 2. Note that this band is yet to be made available in AU. The WRC has agreed to make no frequency allocations other than changes to the radio regulations to accommodate wireless power transmissions for electric vehicles, which will be called WPT-EV. Then the conference addressed uh, the more contentious proposals, consideration of a 50 MHz allocation in ITU Region 1, Europe, Africa and the Mid-East to harmonise these allocations in the three regions. This was the subject of spirited debate in a sub-working group chaired by Dale Hughes, VK1DSH, of the Australian delegation. The four RTOs in Region 1 made disparate proposals to the conference and a small group of administrators proposed no change. For three days there was no progress towards a consensus solution, but that changed on Friday morning. 
finally an agreement was made subject to confirmation by the regional groups that will provide administrations in Region 1 with the flexibility in how to accommodate their radio amateurs. Congratulations, Dale. WRC19 is a work in progress. The high potential for AR to lose its secondary access due to interference concerns in the 23cm band to the EU's new GPS satellite system, Galileo, is one of the issues. This conference has huge ramifications for us in Region 3 and worldwide, which is a primary reason that the WIA supports and sponsors our delegates. In conclusion, a final wish to David, VK3, ADW. David Wardlaw was born on November 19, 1929. He was licensed in 1947 and joined the WIA. Thank you, David, for your years of dedicated service and a very happy return on the 19th of November for becoming a nonagenarian. On behalf of the board, this has been Mike, VK8MA, almost a septuagenarian. I'm Jeff Emery. On another matter, our thanks must go out to the people, the many people volunteering during this early fire season. It is no small thing to go out for extended periods to deal with emergency situations and to be in the first responder class as a volunteer. There are radio amateurs filling spots in communications rooms to release staff to engage in other duties. There are reports of businesses, large and small, going out of their way to assist in providing supplies to the firefighters and support workers. We must feel grateful for the spirit which drives the people to help when it is needed most. We should not forget the agonies of those who have lost houses and other possessions in the fires. For some, the road back will be a long and hard one, with many mementos consigned to the rubbish. And for others, there will be no rebuilding except for the inner strength and purpose that they can give to their life in the future. To all those who have been impacted, We wish you the best for the future, as the worst has already been for you. I'm Jeff Emery, and that's what I think. How about you? From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. International news with thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, ARRL, RAC, NZART, Amateur Radio Newsline and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Let's start with an intergalactic item. 20th year of continuous human space presence living off-planet aboard the International Space Station. NASA and its partners have successfully supported humans living in space since the Expedition 1 crew arrived November 2, 2000. A truly global endeavour, the unique microgravity laboratory has hosted 239 people from 19 countries, more than 2,600 experiments from 3,900 researchers in 107 countries and a variety of international and commercial spacecraft. The band played on last weekend. The Malaysian Simulated Emergency Test 2019 MySET 
organised by the Amateur Radio Transmitters Society, MARTS, did an MCOM simulation named the Malaysian Simulated Emergency Test 2019, a communications exercise plan last Saturday, November 9, and used both VHF and HF frequencies. The bands active in no small way were 40, 15 and 20 metres on Region 3's Centre of Activity or COA frequencies. The primary goal of this exercise was to shape amateur radio communications policy in the future. It is important to assess our ability to provide communications to ensure that amateur radio operators are prepared to respond effectively when a disaster disrupts or overloads normal means of communication. The specific objective for this communications exercise was to develop a simulated incident relay map for all Malaysian states. This relay map would be important so that during disasters information can be sent to its destination efficiently. Russian OTH radar container now everywhere. The latest IARU Region 1 monitoring system newsletter reports the Russian over-the-horizon radar container has been active on the 7, 10, 14 and 18 MHz amateur radio allocations. The OTH radar transmissions have been 40 SPS, FMOP and 12 kHz wide. Additionally, IARUMS reports there's been a significant increase in Russian military traffic using F1B, PSK, OFDM in the 7, 10, 14 and 21 MHz bands. The International Amateur Radio Union Monitoring System Region 1 newsletter can be read at the link in our written news editions, best read at wia.org.au. Whiskey 1-Alpha Whiskey to commemorate ham radio spanning Atlantic. ARRL report Whiskey 1-Alpha Whiskey will be on the air December 11 to commemorate the 98th anniversary of the first amateur radio signals to span the Atlantic waters. The ARRL say December 11 marks the 98th anniversary of the success of ARRL's transatlantic tests in 1921, organised to see if low-power amateur radio stations could be heard across the Atlantic using shortwave frequencies above 200 metres. On that day, a message transmitted by a group of Radio Club of America members at 1 Bravo Charlie Golf in Greenwich, Connecticut, was copied by Paul Godley to Zulu Echo in Scotland. Whilst the first two-way contact would not take place till 1923, the 1921 transatlantic success marked the beginning of what would become routine communication between US amateurs and those in other parts of the world, literally the birth of DX. To commemorate this amateur radio milestone, Maxim Memorial Station Whiskey 1 Alpha Whiskey will be on air through the day of December 11 with volunteer operators. The goal is to encourage contacts between radio amateurs in the US and Europe while showcasing the significance of the transmissions that pioneered global communications and laid the groundwork for technology widely used today. The event will run from 1300 to 0100 UTC. Ham Radio reaching an inflection point. IARU President Tim Ellum, Victor Echo 6 Sierra Hotel slash Golf 4 Hotel Uniform Alpha, has told National Amateur Radio Societies that they're failing to keep up with changes in the hobby. The ARRL reports participants at the 45th meeting of the International Amateur Radio Union, IARU Administrative Council AC, in late September, discussed the organisation's role in advancing amateur radio going forward. 
IARU President Tim Allen, VE6SH, who chaired the AC meeting in Lima, Peru, observed that the IARU and amateur radio are reaching what he called an inflection point. He asserted that amateur radio is changing, but the IARU and its member societies are not. Ellum's remarks prefaced a wide-ranging discussion of the challenges to be overcome if the IARU and amateur radio itself are to remain relevant. For WIA National News in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Ham Radio Operational News. It's Contact Sport. I'm Felix, VK4FUQ. All Magistrate Contest rules and results are on the contest section of the WIA website, wia.org.au. AMQSO Party 2020. Saturday 25th of January 2020, 0600 hours UTC, until Sunday 26th January at 1200 hours UTC. It is to promote and encourage the use of AM on 160, 80, 40, 20, 15, 12 and 10 metre bands. This is not a five-line contest, but aims to encourage QSOs and conversation, however. Points can be gained and certificates awarded. There will be points to be gained for each QSO and for each new DXCC worked, and there are many power categories you can enter. However, whilst there are points up for grabs and also certificates to win, the main aim is to get people having conversations using the original voice mode. Much like the AMCW days here in Oz. So fire up those vintage rigs, build that homebrew transmitter, or even use your modern equipment and experience the joy of AM, and particularly AM to G-Land. Full details of the AMQSA party can be found at the link in this week's text edition. WIA DX Awards Start Day is normalised. The Awards Committee has decided to set the start day for all awards to the same date, 1st to the 1st, 1946. All QSOs from this date onwards are now eligible for all awards. Previously, awards had different start dates depending on when they were first created. This means participants in the awards program may now qualify for new awards and or endorsements. To ensure all your QSOs are now eligible, simply upload all your QSOs between this date up to and including the 1st of January 1990 into the online awards system. Alternatively, just upload your whole log, then perform a show award status. 73 from Graham Alston, VK3GA, WIA Awards Manager, on behalf of the awards committee. In the world of DX, be listening for Dan, N6MJ, operating as ZF2MJ from the Cayman Islands from the 19th to the 25th of November. He will operate all HF bands and be participating in the CQ WWDXCW contest on the 23rd and 24th of November. Be listening for Christo, LZ3FN, operating as SW9AA from the island of Crete in the CQ WWDXCW contest on the 23rd and 24th of November. Send QSLs to LZ1PM. Listen for PJ5-SP6IXF and PJ6-SP6EQZ on the Dutch Caribbean island of St. Eustatius from the 16th to the 30th of November. They will be active on 160 to 10m, CW, SSB and RITI. Listen also for Andy, N2NY, who will use the call sign V47T, while operating on St Kitts and Nevis Islands from the 16th to the 24th of November. 
He will operate on HF bands and participate in the CQ WWDXCW contest. Send Q cells to W2RQ. Chris, GM3WOJ and Keith, GM4YXI, are making a return visit to the Caucasus Keeling Islands from the 12th to the 29th of November. They will use a call sign VK9CZ, which they used on their previous visits in 2013 and 2017. Activity will be on all bands 160 to 6 metres on SSB, CW and FT8. They will also take part in the CQ WWCW contest on the weekend of the 23rd, 24th November. QSLs go via N3SL. Elaine, F8FUA, will reactivate his XT2BR callsign from Burkina Faso in West Africa until today, Sunday the 17th of November. QSL to his home call. Grant, KZ1W and Rob, N7Q2 will be QRVG as H40KT and H40TT from Tamutu Province from the 14th to the 26th of November. The actual QDH is Pigeon Island, which counts as OC065 for the IOTA reward. QSL manager is M0URX. JA1VND is on the air as KH8-K1TF from Pago Pago in American Samoa until Monday the 18th of November on CW, SSB and Digital and QSLs go via the home call. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ Inningham. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hi, I'm Bruce, VK3 F from sunny Bendigo with Worldwide Special Interest Group News. 5 megahertz. Paul Gaskell, G4MWO, editor of the 5 megahertz newsletter, says that number 23, Spring Autumn 2019, is now available for free PDF download from the external links section of the Wikipedia 60 metres band page or the RSGB 5 megahertz page. This edition includes 5 MHz news from nine countries, features the world of 5 MHz 2019 and an exercise Blue Ham report. According to this latest edition of the 5 MHz newsletter, regulatory agencies in an expanding list of countries have granted amateur radio access to a 60-metre band. A secondary allocation of 5.3515 to 5.3665 MHz was released to radio amateurs in Kuwait, where they will adhere to the WRC15 allocation permitting a maximum power of 15 watts EIRP. Indonesian and Greek hams recently gained access to the same allocation. Meanwhile, Israel has extended authorization of 5 MHz amateur permits to the end of December and added a channel zero to the existing eight channels, where hams may run 100 watts PEP on several modes depending upon the channel.
Still under discussion is ham radio access to a 5 megahertz secondary band in Australia, where the band here is used by some emergency services and law enforcement. Nearly 80 countries now offer some level of amateur access to the 5 megahertz band. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, ATV, DATV Transmission Update. The DATV transmission in Ulverston, Tasmania is now 1,280 by 720 high definition using a new professional high def encoder. The LCN is 100 with channel designation VK7AX Ulverston. The improvement in definition and clarity of the received signal is said to be very impressive. Viewers there need to ensure the TV used or set-top box receiving the ATV transmission is fully compliant with DVB-T high-definition format and, if using a set-top box, utilise the HDMI output connection for maximum results. All transmissions, including this regular weekly amateur radio broadcast and the VK7 Amateur Radio News, now employ the new HD encoder. As Tony, VK7AX, says, see you on DATV. Worldwide Special Interest Groups Rescue Radio. Conference in Thailand prepares for disaster and crisis. An international conference in Thailand convened Saturday the 16th and radio amateurs shared strategies on crisis management. Just one day in Bangkok, it focused on ways to improve communications in times of crisis and disaster. One of the presentations was on lessons learned during 2018 when a junior football team in Thailand was rescued from the Tham Luang Caves where they'd been trapped as floodwaters rose. This was the rescue where Dr Richard Harris, SC, OAM from South Australia and Dr Craig Challen, SC, OAM from Western Australia were awarded the 2019 Australians of the Year for their heroic efforts as a part of an international rescue mission to save those 12 boys and their coach from the flooded caves. Amateurs from Germany, Indonesia and Japan also presented separate case studies on communication support during crisis and disaster. Conference attendees were expected from the 11 nations that share a bilateral amateur radio agreement with Thailand as well as a number of Asian countries. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Yota, Youngsters on the Air. IARU Region 1, December 2019, Yota Month. December is Yota Month when several youngsters from member societies will become active on the air with Yota as suffix in their call signs. From Sunday 1st of December to Tuesday 31st of December 2019, international Yota stations operated by young amateurs in their teens and early 20s will attempt to make many contacts worldwide with each other. This event is aimed at our young generation and is an excellent opportunity for clubs to get youngsters on the air who are interested in or want to find out more about amateur radio. It's not a formal contest, but a way to get our current young amateurs on the air contacting hundreds of other youngsters around the world. 
So to the hams of Region 3, listen up and shout out to the youth in Region 1 in December. As an aside, IARU Region 1 President Don Beatty, G3BJ, reported to the IARU Administrative Council meeting in Lima about the decision to ban alcohol at future Yota Amateur Radio events. The September 2019 IARU Administrative Council meeting summary says... Mr Beatty reported on an incident at the Yota camp in Bulgaria that has led Region 1 to tighten its rules for Yota events, including a ban on alcohol. Because non-youth ARDF championships mainly involve adults, such a ban for those events would represent a challenge in order to ensure alcohol does not come into the hands of minors at the events. I'm Bruce, vk 3 F. You are listening to the weekly amateur radio news service from VK1 WIA. However, in the Upper Spencer Gulf region of VK5, you may be watching a visual adaptation of the news at 7pm local via the VK5 RDC digital amateur television repeater or on the stream at batc.org.uk forward slash live forward slash VK5BD. This has been Bevan, Victor Kilo 5, Bravo Delta. Well, thanks for joining WIA National News. Just a reminder, in VK3, it's the Rosebud Radio Fest. Happens today, November 17. In 2020, we've got the Wyong Field Day, 23rd of February. We've got the South East Queensland Amateur Radio Field Day, March 10. And Redfest 2020 on the 18th of April. And wrapping up the year, Alara Meet 2020, Bendigo, October 2-5. to 5. Till next we meet, I'm Graham, VK4BB. Stay safe out there. From Australia, this has been VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service. On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at wia.org.au.